Hey, this is Justin with Define Audio Video. And hey. hold on a minute, man. Yes. I know this is the the second one, but I think this is the sixth time you have forgot about me. Actually, technically speaking, it is the fourth one, but only the second one that maybe people will will hear. So, my name's Justin. And this is Tony. And this is Technology Rocks, what we like to call Hey Guys. So what Hey Guys, the Hey Guys topic. Hey Guys. No. Okay. It's never been about okay. they will know. Nope. You just put that right back in your locker and zip it right back up and throw it back out because no. Absolutely no. So anyway, so what this is, is it gives the opportunity for our listeners to ask questions they can be about anything. They can be about movies and music and technology in general. And it's it keeps it light. It's it's not a deep technology. Not light in the loafers. No, that was your first comment. <laughs> anyway, so it's it's not it's it it allows you to just unplug and just have fun. You know, a lot of us, you know, being in the AV industry, like to talk about movies. We like to talk about comic books and then all kinds of fun things. Action figures. So. What are we talking about today, Tone? What are we doing? Today we're going to talk about the de-aging process that is being developed in movies to make actors look younger or look more like their younger selves so that they can then do roles that they didn't do when they were younger, but now it looks like they did. So this is a hot topic. Um, again, it seems like we're always... Ju- no, well, no, it's not a hot topic. Can't say that either. Well, we can, but it, it's... Here's the thing. We always seem like we're diving into the Disney pit of... They're ahead on so much mo- Well, right. Movies and things. And, and here's the thing. because of bankroll, man. They're charging people like... So I noticed de-aging, the first time I noticed where it was incredibly distracting was, and I think we can both agree on it, was Tron. Tron, it was incredibly distracting. It was, uh, I don't even think that's the movie, it's Tron Legacy, right? Yeah, Yeah. okay, so Tron Legacy, not the original. original Tron back from the... 82. No, it was 80, I just looked it up. It was 1982. Tron was the original Tron. So right then, they were already ahead of the technology curve. So I think that's kind of why they did the revisit of cutting-edge technology, which de-aging. Now, de-aging isn't a new thing. It was actually used in one of the X-Men movies with Professor X when he was made to look younger when they were going to visit the, Jean, the house of Jean Grey. Before she blew everything apart, uh, Robert Downey Jr. did it for Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. did it for Iron Man. That was that was a little bit after that. But I think um, that was Iron Man in the Avengers, though. Right, correct. Uh, Benjamin Button. Benjamin Button was two thousand eight. So that this this type of technology has been used used before, but I think the most uh, what most people really know. I think the most offensive act of this technology was Tron Legacy. I just and if, for those that haven't seen it, uh, there's a there's a there's a scene where uh, Jeff Bridges is anti-age and he's talking to his young son, and he literally looks like he came out of Shrek. It just it's not believable at all. But okay, here's a but. You can admit that it looks way better 
than the digital interpretation of people in The Lawnmower Man. Oh, good grief. Lawnmower Man was, what, 1986 or 7? Wasn't that... Yeah, no, but Lawnmower Man... So here's the thing. That was Silicon Graphics. That doesn't quite count, because Lawnmower Man, as far as movie quality, was thrown into, like, the Hudson Hawk territory. You know, it just yeah, it just but, was one of the worst movies of all movie, time. that dude that was, had the... The Max Headroom the, the, thing yeah, look, yeah. Well, the thing over his eyes and also that it put him in the computer, I mean, he felt like he was in, in it. Like, right. Even though, like, he was all pixelated and all. Well, you had Lawnmower Man. I think Johnny Mnemonic ch- kind of skated into that too, a little bit, a little bit later. Bit later. The 90s. Um, so once again, going back to uh, the D word that rhymes with Disney, um, Rogue One. So Disney tried it once again in Star Wars Rogue One, where Carrie Fisher's the late Carrie Fisher, her character was uh, actually subbed in by her daughter. No less. It was actually Carrie Fisher's daughter that played Princess Leia, and they de-aged her and morphed her face to look like Carrie Fisher. Now, let me ask you... Actually, her daughter wore the big earmuffs in the show um, Screen Queens. I did not know that. Yes, she had these earmuffs that she wore through the whole series, and the reason that she wore them was to pay homage to her mother. To her mother. So here's the thing, Tony. Let me ask you this: Carrie Fisher's daughter. I'll have to look. Richer up. than I'll probably ever be. Okay. So <laughs> Carrie Fisher's daughter. Oh, that's not where you were going. Okay. It's not where I was going at all. But thank you. Well. But Carrie Fisher's daughter was um, uh, Billy Lord. That's her name. Sorry, it just kind of went blank. So Billy Lord. She doesn't look like a Billy. Would it have been? Less distracting, this is my devil's advocate question, if they had just dressed her up in white, put the earmuffs on her, combed her hair... I wouldn't have liked that. You don't think so? Because, I mean, they look very similar. Uh, Enough that I would have just been like, nope. I mean, if you look at them side by... Nah, you're right. It's a different jawline. The jawline is where, where it She's changes. got her dad's jawline and the eyes. The, yeah, okay, I see that. So that that's always been my question. Is Would newer generations have even really given an F? No. Right, but most of these movies are not even catered to newer generations. No, they're, they're catered to the... And, and, old AF until they made like seven, eight, and nine, which were I don't even know why they made them. So yes, I said it, and I'm sorry I did. But well, I'm not sorry I did. My theory on that is because originally George Lucas didn't want to make those because because originally in the series, as far as the books go, from my understanding, I haven't read that far enough. But uh, supposedly in the you read books, a book? huh? You read a book? I've read a few books. Oh wow, okay. A few, not a lot. A few. Okay. Um, but. From what it, uh, I know, of what I've been told is in the books, the reason that George Lucas didn't want to do anything after episode six was because nobody would want to see the vi- uh, the the hero become the villain. But now we I think w- it was was it intended for Luke Skywalker to be the villain? Is that what yes, is that where he yes. was going? Okay, so. Like his father. Like but, he, but now we live in a time where we have not just one, but a sequel to Maleficent, which is the villain. We have a, 
we have the Joker. There is a movie dedicated to the, the villain. villain. Yeah, no. So the thing about so it, a so Rogue One didn't bug me as much. I think it was because it was a bit part. It was kind of a surprise at the end. It was just quick. Too. It was, uh, it was just you know, into to get you into. Rogue One was an amazing story anyway, where you had the pew, pew, pew moment where you saw Darth Vader actually get to act like Darth Vader for the very first time on the screen where he actually pulled his lightsaber and acted like he wasn't an 80-year-old man wearing a jumpsuit. Um, and it was cool. So it was a cool, it was kind of cool. And then the initial shock after the hallway scene, after you saw him do that, where he was crushing helmets and all kinds of crazy stuff, she pops out and it was like, whoa! And it was just in another, whoa, you know, moment. So Disney did try to recast in the movie Solo, and it didn't work out so well, you know? And, and I couldn't it, even get into that movie. I've, I see, haven't even seen more than, like, five minutes of that movie. Right, so, you know, but but that was a different type of recap. I didn't think the kid did that bad. I thought he did I thought he did great. I, I, I thought the story was okay. It just, it did not feel like Star Wars, you know, in a, in a lot of ways, but we'll get, that's a different topic. So then they tried it again in Mandalorian. In the, in the season finale of Mandalorian, you see this guy come out of an X-Wing fighter. He's cloaked up. He grabs two lightsabers. He's going to town just like you always wanted to see Luke do, which we've never seen that. You know, put it this way. episode Star Wars Episode One when they showed the lightsaber battle with Darth Maul, that was the first time, in my humble opinion, that you actually saw good choreography in a Star Wars movie because most of the Star Wars choreography was really robotic and just, it was boring. You know, the lightsaber fights were boring except for maybe Return of the Jedi and maybe some bits and pieces of Empire. Well, that and the scenes where with the animated Yoda were just too unbelievable. Yeah, but that's, but what I'm saying is, is when you go, so going back to Mando, character jumps off the spaceship, <coughs> Green lightsaber, goes to town, kills all the bad guys, and then saves the day. He pulls his hoodie down, and it's Luke Skywalker. Obviously played or voiced by Mark Hamill, but clearly not Mark Hamill, who's now way older than this guy that they were showing was. So once again, I don't even know if it was Mark Hamill. I don't think Mark Hamill did any of that. I think I think no. they just <clears throat> used his voice on a keyboard, very much like they did the. the they just, the they just mapped the image over somebody. Yeah. Right. So, in my humble opinion, here's a, a devil's advocate question: Would it not have been less distracting to have cast um, Sebastian Bach from? Uh, um, or what is his name? Not Sebastian Bach. That's Skid Row. That's a whole different band. He's How really did we old. Get on 80s hair? No, no, no. Uh, what's his name? Sebastian. It, it'll come to me. Um, the Winter Soldier. The guy that played Captain America in the Winter Soldier. Would it not have been more less distracting to have a different actor, or do you need? that de-aging for that first moment to show you who this is supposed to be. I think in that right there, that particular moment, it's like, oh, that's who, that's Skywalker. Sebastian Stan is his name. But if you then later on went into recast, 
first of all, you'd have to, you'd have to I mean, but, refilm but, the first three. But look at that. So about he could pull off Mark Hamill. I mean, he he could. His face isn't long enough. That right there. No. Nah, so the thing about it is, it, it, I think in that moment, yes, you had to do what you had to do just to show it's Luke Skywalker. Where they went wrong was the the book of Bubble Fett. When clearly that series was not doing well, and because it, it was just a dry start, it was a slow start. Boba Fett's kind of a weird character anyway. Um, he was always a background character. He was, he was never meant. He was made big by the fans, and only because the fans were like, "I don't know who this is, but he looks cool." So, uh, fun fact: useless knowledge. Here we go. This is why we have the Hey Guys. Uh, useless knowledge. Boba Fett was actually created as a action figure to sell a particular product in the early 80s. And the the character, the little action figure had a rocket pack with a missile that went in the back of it and you hit if you ordered X Y and Z number of this product, you got a free Boba Fett action figure. So that's actually where Boba Fett came from. He didn't actually have an origin or a history. He again, he was a sideshow bob of the thing. And so that's why the Book of Fett didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me, just because it was, again, it was a sideshow thing. However, they once again used this same Skywalker character in this particular, actually two or three episodes, I think. It was several episodes where they used that character, and that's where they went wrong with me. Because to me, it was just like, I'm staring at this freaking puppet that's the Grogu, the Baby Yoda thing, and then uh, and then I'm staring at this guy that doesn't have a he real face, and then I look at this, and I look at this guy that has a, doesn't have a real face, and I find found that the, the robot puppet thing was more realistic than Luke Skywalker's face. So, in my opinion, they should have introduced something so short story long i'm not a fan of the de-aging process because i think where where your point comes across is where does it stop you know where, where do you stop with the de-aging process you know where, where do you stop with the cloning you know uh the, i know there are certain actors that have now jumped on board that said they are not selling their, their right likeness. their likeness after they're dead uh, and even while they get into the to the golden years, so uh, there's the thing a, about that would do it would do future actors if actors that have passed on are still being used, and there's not the places for these other actors to break in then. Right? No, absolutely. You know the the yeah. Ir- You know I don't know if you saw the Irishman. That there was a movie called The Irishman. It had uh, Robert De Niro. Joe Pesci, where they they de-aged him, and it was kind of a Goodfellas type of story where they went back. Um, This, in my opinion, was the best I've ever seen it done. You know, even more so than the Indiana Jones method. This was not a Disney movie. This is actually uh, not related to Disney at all. I know, hard to believe. Um, Although it may have been 20th Century Fox, I don't know. Uh, they they once again revisit this in, in 2019's Gemini Man. However, the biggest offender uh, there you go again with Samuel Jackson. I mean, there, there's I think a de aging should be to a limit, right? I know, 
where it, when it starts to look unnatural and, and all of that is where it's like, okay. So tell me, so you said um, earlier before the radio accidentally came on and we started this podcast for the 15th time, um, you had said earlier, you were talking about Indiana Jones. So you, you, you were, uh, are a fan of Indiana Jones. I'm a fan of Indiana Jones, but we have a contrast when it comes to this particular topic. So you, why don't you start first? Well, on it, I thought, you know, I, I stick with Harrison Ford's view on it, you know. I don't know how they did what they did, but it's pretty awesome. Right. You know, and for someone that looks the way he does, to be able to put him in more of like the time of Raiders of the Lost Ark and Temple of Doom in that look, I think that that is an ex- a, you know, acceptable, but... You know, once again, I think there's the limit, and then also, like, you know, where where I have my my reservations on it is what happens to that likeness when that actor passes on. You know, does that actor's family just get? You know, oh, I mean, all that's a valid question to me. Um, so here's my thought. I thought it was a um, a for effort, but I, I just it was distracting. There's a scene in the movie where they're fighting on a train, and he's getting repeatedly punched in the face. I was afraid they were gonna mess up the computer. That was what was going on in the back of my you know my head. I was like, wait, he's got black dots on his face. Don't punch him, you know. But um, the I found it to... I was, I was more distracted by the guy that couldn't pick up the gun that was right beside him. Well, true. Yeah, that too. But we mean the one that ends up shooting him by accident. Uh, yeah, no, so the, the... It looked better in different light situations. I thought when it was a lower light scene, kind of like me, it looks better in lower light. Um... It looks better in a lower light situation. However, there's a part where he's hanging and there's something that explodes below him where fire kind of lights up his face. That was Shrek to me. That went back to Shrek territory. See, I I think that the movement and the look is better in a situation where it's not a de-aging thing where we're talking about like Ready Player One. Okay. Like like the way that those characters move and all that are way more natural and so that's like more of like the Final Fantasy VII yeah, look. But yeah, but what the, yeah. the de-aging seems to do is it takes natural things and makes them look not Too smooth. Real. Well, I mean, you come from the audio engineering world, so it's like what happens when you take a song and you make it too perfect? Well, it's distracting. You know, that's, that's what, in my... So I'm actually very surprised that you and I differ on this because you're an artist. You can draw things. I can... Tell me what to draw. Uh, I like I draw on things, but oh, the, is that what you call that? Said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All so, right, we'll go with that. So, um, but that's the thing is when when I look at this, I'm surprised you're not more offended by it because it's too perfect or it's not right. Because I've seen you stare. Well, at no, a that's painting. the thing is it's not perfect, and that's why I'm just like. 
And keep trying. Right. So so let's talk about the de-aging process, what they're actually doing. So the way a VFX system works is they're actually putting these black markers. It's almost like somebody takes your face and plays polka dots on your face with these black well, dots. And those okay. are reference points, right? Well, they're reference points and also like if you've done ever done anything in Photoshop or anything like that, those are pivot points. Pivot points. Okay, so then that's because the parts that's that they where, try like, to move. Muscles will move and right. contract and all that so that they can actually sit there and pinpoint you know, this is where a muscle is going to need to move to look natural. Right. And then how does that compare to, like, because you've seen, I know you've seen this guy on Instagram. He deep fakes Tom Cruise all the time. So you should basically see Tom Cruise on a yacht, Tom Cruise doing this, Tom Cruise doing that, Tom Cruise, you know. Uh, I mean, how does that compare to deep fake? Deep fake is a quicker process, right? Isn't it deep fake just mapping with your whatever camera that you're using and then going from that? Or, man, I I really like the old school way of finding somebody else because everybody has a doppelganger somewhere. Yeah. And, uh, so I like the idea of finding somebody that looks like it. And nowadays. It doesn't matter if you can act because that's that's a mood point at the, in, yeah. in, in no, today's that's, society. That's like, you don't need yeah. to be able to act. You don't need to be able to play music. You don't need to, <laughs> you know, a computer's going to do it all for you anyway. The, uh, well, yeah, no, that's true. The AI world's going to do it all for you anyway. But I mean, it seems like... Skynet's coming. Again, it seems like Disney is kind of on the leading front edge of this. Again, they always are. They're the sequel kings at the moment. I'm kind of interested to see what they turn around with. With uh, I know there was an interview yesterday with Bob Iger where he was talking about um, less sequels, less movies, less content, uh, and more focusing on script and making better stories. And, and he thinks that they, uh, direct quote, he thinks they got carried away with trying to get content out there not necessarily they're trying paying. to put too much out too quickly yep, yep they're yeah exactly they're just trying to get too much out there all at the same time and then it just it kind of fell off the fell off the wagon that doesn't really fall into the the de-aging thing but i think that again i think the most uh the biggest offender would be the new indiana jones movie because i think it was the first 30 minutes of the movie he was de-aged and, uh, I f- again, I found it distracting. I still loved the movie. I do not understand why there was so much hate for that particular movie. I thought it was leaps and bounds better than Crystal Skull. Uh, yeah, there were some annoying parts where they were introducing new characters that they wanted you to care about that you don't really care about because you don't know who the heck they are, mainly because all the older actors are dead. You know, the guy that played Marcus is dead. Sean Connery is dead. You know, they're, they're just, where are they going to go? You know, Shia LaBeouf is uh, in, on Mars. You know, we, we just, you know, where, where were they going to go with the story? So I enjoyed the story. I thought it was a great story. I, I found it distracting, but not a deal breaker like Tron. Uh, even though I say Tron was the deal breaker, I still love that movie. I still thought it was an amazing movie. I love the 1982 Tron, version too. Tron Legacy fakeness fit in with the digital frontier i would agree with you i think once they cross the world into digital the the grid digital at that time with the grid at that time 
fits for what the grid looked like at that time. Well, yeah, I think once they crossed in the world of the grid and, and you were seeing Clue for what he was, it did not bother me that he looked like a computer. It was only when he was sitting next to a, a little boy that was human, he well, looked like, and, again, and he part, looked like and, and Prince of, Charming and Shrek. But part of the issue there also is Clue... Clue was not as perfect as the ISOs. Right. And that was part of his personal battle is that, like, he was trying to create the perfect thing, and so what do you do if, if you can't beat them? You don't join them. You get rid of them. You take them out. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't... I don't know. I don't think it's going away. You know, I don't think they're going to oh, stop just gonna get, using they're it. Gonna, they're going to do more and more until eventually you're not going to know what actors or what age. You know, it's interesting because I did not realize they used that in Benjamin Button. And that mo- that movie was not in 2018, by the way. It was in 2008. But I did not know that they used that in Benjamin Button, and that was that probably would have been the first time it was used. I've never even seen that movie. No, me neither. It's it's so that that story is when he ages backwards. So he starts out as an old man, and he ends as a baby or something. Um, exactly the opposite of the uh, movie Jack. Yes. Yeah. No. Ac- yep. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. No. No, actually, look, X-Men Last Stand. So 2006, X-Men Last Stand was probably the first... That was the the scene I was talking about where Professor X and Magneto were going into Jean Grey's house when Jean Grey was a child. So that was the... That was probably one of the first times it was used. Unless Tron Legacy... Oh, here we go. Unless Tron Legacy came out before that... No, so X-Men was the first time they used it. Uh, and again, that's a 20th Century Fox product, um, but back then it was not a Disney product. Now it is a Disney product. Please bring back X-Men, thanks. Uh, the <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's, it's just it's interesting that you know you go from 20th Century Fox to Disney and then um, uh, but I find it interesting that X-Men was the first movie, one of the first movies to try to use the de-aging. And again, it was the black dot method. It was called a technology that's now called VFX. So, and that's, as you had said, a pivot points on that individual's face. And then you can go back and direct the pivot points. You're not even directing the face anymore. And I think, if I remember correctly, they even de-aged Harrison Ford's voice. So... The interesting part about the Indiana Jones is because Disney owns 20th Century Fox, which Harrison Ford filmed a bunch of movies with 20th Century Fox. If you think about Patriot Games and uh, not Hunt for October, the um, the other John, uh, Tom Clancy, Jack Ryan show, uh, it'll come to me in a second, but Air Force One was another 20th Century Fox. So the, uh, they had just years and years and years and years and years of footage to that they had licensing now to pull from because they own 20th Century Fox. And they went back and found archived footage of Harrison Ford, and that's how they created those pivot points, was they used younger ver- younger video of the actual actor to create those 
those markers. The other thing is they, and they also de-aged his voice through a synthesizer using, I know, shocker, AI technology and through a keyboard. So you could, you could actually make complete sentences. Uh, they did, in fact, they did the same thing with Mark Hamill. They did the same thing with Mark Hamill's voice because that's the one thing you can't do is you can't sound younger, you know, when, right. when your vocal cords age and all that fun stuff. So, so Indiana Jones was the, the, I would say, probably the springboard of that and uh, as, as far as taking it to the best of what we've seen. I'm not sure if I agree with doing it or not or using it or not. Again, I find it distracting to the story. Uh, I would much rather them, you know, find somebody that kind of looks like the dude and just, okay, this is uh, Harrison if, Ford. If they're going to do the de-aging, instead of making the person's face look softer, yes, younger people's faces do look softer, but there's still pores and all of that, and they need to figure out how to work that realism into it. Right. So that it actually looks like the person's younger, not that they're softer. Yeah, no, I think it's like a smooth piece of pottery, almost. You know, it's that's why it's distracting. The light doesn't hit well, it right. It's, it's like on, on uh, Photoshop. Right. If I take and I use the smudge tool, then it, it softens the color versus, you know, if I... You know, just kind of take one of the, the move tool and move things around. Right. So, to give you a little background, Tony's actually a <laughs> audio engineer, graphical artist. He's an artist, artist. He's a DJ. DJ. He's a. Um, uh, um, I do woodworking. Too. He's a sidekick, woodworking. Um, all the things. So yeah, no. So so it's just. So he's he has a context for modifying things to that point where where he, he kind of has a little bit of an, a window of the VFX VFX sounds like a um, no that's DMX oh that's DMX sorry uh, what you go on yeah no uh, we I digressed so with that being said that is our hey guys moment uh de-aging love it or hate it it's going to be here or it's coming it's probably it's coming we just got to embrace it and hope that they get better at it yeah no i think i just saw something about a super bowl commercial um not super bowl but uh commercial that's being has been filmed i don't know if it's been released yet with bruce willis where it's not bruce willis Playing a well, yeah, character, he's not doing any acting. No, right Bruce Willis. God, God go bless his heart. Ago, yeah, no, Bruce is uh, not in the best of shape anymore. Uh, in they in had to retire for uh, forced retirement. Well, you know, Harrison Ford really isn't either. He's in better. Well, shape. but he didn't have Alzheimer's. Yeah, Bruce, I think, is developed into full time, full time Alzheimer's. Uh, if I remember correctly, I remember serves correctly, but. Yeah, no, Harrison Ford uh, said, no, I will not fall for you again. I will not play Indiana Jones again. Because every time, every time the, I think during Star Wars, he broke his leg. And then the last Indiana Jones, he broke his collarbone. So I think he's done. You know, I think he, his tour of duty is over. And I, I hope they, I really hope they let that character get some rest. I really do. I don't want to see Chris Pratt or anybody like that playing, even though I love Chris Pratt. Uh play Indiana Jones I just I just to me it's 
Um, let them rest. Let it ride. You know, the movies have somewhat aged well. I think if the story goes on, you're going to see that that daughter get more developed. Yeah, so they've, they've actually mentioned that, and Iger actually shut that down. He said that they weren't going to continue a story with her. They were originally going to do some... It was going to be like a young Indiana. Do you remember when they had the young Indiana Jones series with uh, uh, back in the eighties, nineties era? It was between Temple of Doom and um, uh, Last Crusade, or maybe it was after Last Crusade is when they started it. But they, there was rumor that they were actually going to do that with her, but and then maybe even tiptoe with Shia LaBeouf in and out of it. I don't think they can get. I think they're having a. Uh, I think Shia LaBeouf is he's moved. grown up too much. Now. Well, he's moved on. He's 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 won Academy Awards now and moved on to, to, to different a different style of acting and and I think the Transformer you know Indiana Jones days have kind of kind of left him. I actually enjoyed him in Indiana Jones. I didn't think it was bad at all. I just thought the movie was needed some help. You know, I just thought it was too CGI fake special effect heavy, which Indiana Jones is. All, for the most part, been practical effect. So, man, shooting off into a side thing. Have you ever seen This Is Forty? Yes. Yeah. Megan. I didn't realize Megan Fox was in that, and I was like, really? Megan Fox was in This Is Forty. No, I didn't know she was in there or not. That. that no, I enjoyed that series. That's the. Um, that came off out of the Knocked Up series, right? It was it, there was a Knocked Up movie, and then there was uh, This Is Forty was a sequel to Knocked Up. It's the same characters. Yeah, no, it is. It's it's the yeah. same. Yep. Damn. I didn't know that, but did, did, did yeah, you know she, that the the little girls in that movie are actually the the mom, uh, Paul, the. Uh, they're his wife. I mean, that's his. That's her real kids. Um, uh, the, the skinny lady. That's yeah, Leslie that. Mann. That's that's actually Leslie Mann's. That's actually Leslie Mann's uh, daughters in real life. In fact, when you go watch uh, Knocked Up, uh, that's her daughters as little bitty kids. They're little bitty kids in that movie. But uh, Judd Apatow, I think, and I think she's married to Judd, Ap- Judd Apatow if I remember correct, uh, which is the director of that movie, that whole series, and I, there's 40-year-old, and then there's Knocked Up, and then there's a whole bunch of things, but no, I did not. Well, how the heck did you get on the topic of Megan Fox? You started talking about Transformers. Oh, okay, I was like, where the heck did Megan Fox come from? Okay, all right, so, we digressed, we skipped, Megan Fox was not using VFX in that movie, um... Not that she needs it, uh, MGK might, but that's okay. Um, moving on in a nice direction. Uh, that's it. That's our "Hey Guys" moment. VFX. Which, so, what is your ten-second elevator pitch? V- VFX. Good, bad. Live without it. Keep it. Dump it. What do you think? Ten-second pitch. Hey, if you're going to continue doing de-aging, get better at it. That's all I have to say. Get better at it. Maybe practice first before you release the movie. Hey. Uh, <laughs> you know, if I kept it that theory right there, you still wouldn't see any of my jobs. Okay, so mine, um, yeah. I don't like it. Look at the old I, black and so white. So I, I, just, I just don't like it. 
I'm with you. I think you should hire a younger actor and go there because, again, it's the slippery slope. It's the rabbit hole of the slippery slope. So with that being said, uh, this is our episode two of Technology Rocks Hey Guys edition. Unplug and have some fun. If you have any questions, please Call, email, text this beautiful young man sitting next Send to me. carrier pigeon, smoke signal. Smoke signal. We love fire. Drive up it's on a fine. Mario Kart. Whatever. Um, but no matter what you're doing, we hope you're having fun doing it, whether you're, whether you're at home, whether you're at the office, whether you're driving home or to the office or, uh, as Tony likes to say, on a Mario Kart. Uh, if First you have out. any hey guys questions, if you or just fun questions about uh, just uh, topics, movies, keep it fun, keep it light. We don't want to get into the ugly political side of things. Let's keep it fun and, and fun and and keep it to to that. But if you have any t- content that you'd like to hear about, know about, have a question about, or see what how we feel about feel free to reach out to us on our technology rocks podcast our facebook profile youtube call us at the store whatever you want to do we're always we're we're always willing to to jump into a weird topic and and goof off with you so have a great day whatever you're doing my name i'm justin i'm tony have a great day word last word had the last word till you kept talking. Oh, all right. Still the last word. <laughs>